she's April. And she's Molly. And we are... The Book Besties. With no This is not a Christmas-themed discussion, apparently. I have to tell you guys about my dream last night. You don't have to shove a Christmas tree up somebody's ass to make it a holiday book. I don't know, guys. My husband's really fucked up. Uh, I'm actually going to agree with Tom. Look, Molly is putting us back on the rails. I think everybody really enjoyed it. We need a new sign-on that's just like, she's April, she's Molly, she's Nurse Katie. Right? (laughs) You come on so frequently now that we just like need to add you to like the intro. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited to be here today. I was telling some people in Milwaukee when I was there about the pod and the one guy was like, oh my God, you're totally on here like three or four times. I was like, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, I kind of know. Never like, miss an opportunity I'm... to plug the book besties. Word. Also, I am the medical expert. Right? Mm-hmm. I am the nurse Katie. Yeah. The, the nurse Katie. Katie. There is one and only. There the, is one and only. There's nurse a display Katie. in my library right now that has two of the three December books that we are covering on pod on the display. And I didn't even make the display. So I texted it to Molly and she's like, you should stick book bestie sticker- stickers in there. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, just slide them in there. Nobody's going to notice. I do it all the time at, at, at Barnes and Nobles. No, you I do not. A couple- do- <laughs> I do too. I seriously do. At, at, at Barnes and Nobles, I will see books. I see bar- book bestie stickers or like book bestie things. And I'll like fold either a flyer over if I have it in my purse or a couple stickers and I'll shove them in the between, but I won't do a quick top one. I do it like the second or the third book. So nobody <laughs> notices lessons in chemistry. I've done this in Bowie. I've done it in Brandywine. I've done it in DC, the gift shop in, um, that, that bookstore. I went to the Nikki Payne thing. They let me put some in their books. So like I I just I am like, guerrilla marketing here, guys. Guerrilla I feel marketing. Like I'm the one person out of a out of like our team, including Tom. We can't really promote the podcast. No, because like, of your job. Day. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a few people. Well, my like the people I immediately work with. Some of them know about it mm-hmm. because they've actually suggested books for the podcast. But like, I don't talk about it with the parents because this is not. Like, this is this not, is not no, 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 this is not G rated. This, this is, is not youth and family book. services, okay? Yeah, no. I that you <laughs> know that that's what my department is. I that's do, YFS. Yeah. I have to tell you guys about my dream last night because I oh, had God. a dream that would make an excellent dystopian novel or and or movie. Okay, so this is what happened. There were two types of people. There were like the red bloods and the blue bloods. And it was less desirable to be a blue blood. And don't get at me because of the uh, gr- like literary idea of a blue blood. And don't get at me, Katie, because I know our blood isn't really red. I get it. Okay. So the red, red bloods and the blue bloods. And it was much more desirable to be a red blood. And there were a lot more like. Uh, issues with birth defects and genetic dispositions if you are blue blood so they basically kicked all those people out and dropped a wall so you know there's an us versus them thing okay and okay so there definitely was like a rebel thing going on but i wasn't a part of that my parents were just trying to and not my real parents not my real you're fictitious the parents parents. book who probably would have wanted better for me than my actual parents they wanted me to go inside the wall and pretend to be a red blood and there were all these like scanners and things that like would like point out if you were a blue blood and so you had to like figure out ways to fake it so like you could be standing in line and and like um at like a like a hotel or hotel a, a college cafeteria and they would still be like scanning you so mm-hmm. i had like implanted things that like would trick the sensors okay and so i i go to college there and i meet tom and i fall in love with him which is so cute i it was my actual husband in the dream um and i marry him but the problem is i never tell him the truth because there's such a hatred of the blue bloods mm-hmm. that I would never want him to know the truth because they, he would turn me in. Like that's right. what the red bloods would do. They would, 
turn people in very like Nazi, like, like my neighbor is a Jewish person, like turn them in. Um, and so we have the boys, we have James and we have Sam and the rebels like come in and attack and they lose because that's usually rebels. what happens in book one. So the rebels lose. <laughs> that's what happens in book one. <laughs> and, and the, uh, the people in power crack down and they're going to find all of us that are in the city. Oh and no. Even more intense scans. And I get caught and I actually get caught by a, a peacekeeper, police officer, whatever, who is somebody I actually know IRL here in town. Um, but uh, that person is a not a real peacekeeper, like police officer in real life. But in this, they're a peacekeeper, and they like slip me a note to like tell their family that they're okay, that they've been able to circumvent all of this. So I have it, and I'm in like the holding place, and everyone's kind of freaking out, and I'm I'm calm, which no, but no. I'm calm. <laughs> this is how and I knew it was a dream. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Everyone's like, "How are you so calm?" And I'm like, "I can't let them know who I really am because I got married." They're like, that's like rule number one that you don't fall in love and you don't get married. And I was like, huh, it gets worse. I have kids. They're like, oh no, like this is bad because the blue blood and the red blood mixed together could You're make- You're purple now! <laughs> no, you could have, you know, the anomaly and they could be blue bloods as well and whatever. So to basically- um, shame those of us have been captured they bring in friends and family people who knew you mm -hmm. and they like mock you right they ridicule you while you're in this like holding cell that's how i find out that sammy also got caught and he has now moved into the cell with me so i've got me and sam are in there together and Don't, you're breaking us. my heart right i am like fully invested though right it's so good so mocking us is like there to mock us is like tom and sam or tom and tom james and james and and Tom is not mocking us because it turns out well James is like mocking us really hard because he has grown up to hate these people and they are awful. But, I mean awful, that's what awful. he learned in school, right? Even though we didn't teach him that, like that's what he's learned to hate, hate, hate. Turns out secretly Tom has also been a blue blood the whole time <gasps> and he didn't tell me the truth because he didn't want me to turn him in. And it turns out we are both blue bloods and Tom has been in the rebel side the whole time. Yes, go Tom. This is a book. Wrong side this of history. I know it's a book. It's a this book. is a book, woman. I know. So, you just gotta cut your whole family out of it. There's a trilogy there. There's a trilogy there. You just gotta show. cut your whole family out of it. James is on the wrong side, and we need to bring him back. Yes, but he's logical. You know what I mean? He's logical. He's gonna mm -hmm. go with logic and rule. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They, James needs to be like. Eight, 17 or 18 and then he can like join the rebellion like he can come over at the end of book two and like help lead the rebellion well where i am in the dream right now james is still 10 and he hates me mm. and he, he feels really embarrassed that i'm his mom which is you know i'm pretty cringe in general Same. so also that yeah with me but anyway that was my dream and i woke up and That's... i was like that would be an amazing <laughs> book Damn. Was it like first person or was it third person that you were seeing it? It was me. Oh, yeah, oh. I, I, both actually. Yeah. So I would see myself, but then I would also see like through my eyes. I was like, both. Oh. It was all really cool. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was, it was amazing. Tom was still on the outside and he was still safe and he had James. But the only reason he came to the mockery was so that he could make sure I was okay. And yeah. also because he didn't know where Sam was. Yeah. And we didn't know Sam was a blue blood because we had our babies at home so that they wouldn't be typed at the, at the hospital. Mm. Damn. Yep. There was I'm a, here like, for a it. Lot of Books one, two, and three. Videos. Yep. Yeah. Let me get this straight. You figured out a whole novel. A trilogy. Your, a trilogy while you slept last night. Yes. And, and, um, and, um, what was that? Eight hours, and uh, I got. I doubt I actually dreamed for eight hours. I got seven locations done today, <laughs> <laughs> and and all of day one mapped out. So that's something. And I did another map. So stuff is done here. Mm. I mean, it's not a full trilogy like you, but I've just been at church today, and we went to lunch. 
So then I've been working on Christmas presents. That was my dream. That was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Definitely book into big film. Heck yeah. Right. I would read the hell out of that. It was Mm -hmm. amazing. Get Suzanne Collins on the phone. Yep. (laughs) Tom was like, yeah, you could like reuse the set from Divergent. And I was like, no. plan. Or or Tom, we could make my own set. (laughs) So there it is. Molly, go ahead and write it. I am not the writer. Um, (laughs) I'm in the middle of something right now, actually. Well, I've given you the idea and we have it recorded so you can reference it later. There you go. Sure, 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 sure. But if this book comes out and it's not attached to someone that's in here right now. In this room? the shit out of them. Same. (laughs) How many, I mean, but like. I'm still like waiting to see if what's his face steals my book idea from Khan. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did give him a really great idea. Anthony Mara. Yeah, he definitely seems super interested in my book mm-hmm. ideas. So I'm and watching you, Mara. Said it'll be like a smart people book. Right, but it's so still my smart. fucking idea. Yeah. Still my fucking idea, though. You can't like. Can you like literally sue people for stuff like Especially, that? It's, uh, it's intellectual property. That's and what especially I since, and since it was filmed, and I was telling yeah. him about it and explaining it to him, mm-hmm. it's documented. So this, it's documented. I have proof. I explained it to him before he even thought of the That's idea. That's why a lot of people lose because they don't have it documented. I see. But I talk about everything on camera because I have no fucking filter, guys. It's true, she doesn't. Can confirm. So, so this week I'm not hosting. I'm not hosting either. I'm hosting. So, you want to tell us what we're here to talk about, Katie? Uh, we are here to talk about in a holidays. Okay, can we just stop for a second, though? Um, okay. Like I read recording. A- no, no, no. Just like Life? pause for this. Like moment. our conversation. Do we need to take a mm-hmm. breath? What? What are no, we stopping like, for? No, like just pause for a minute before we start on this book because I okay. read all those smut books. Um, mm-hmm. to rack up my numbers, and my Kindle says more by the author, her naughty soldier, <laughs> naughty nights book three. <laughs> so, I, no, Kindle, I don't need your shit right now, Kindle. <laughs> Stop I mocking just, me, Kindle. Stop. I started a book this morning, an audio book that just happened to be on the app that I share with Tom. Which I don't know, guys. My husband's really fucked up. Anyway, uh. <laughs> <laughs> this book is called Naughty Nicks, and it's a three-hour long novella that started with a girl picking a guy up in a bar and him saying, you want to have sex with me? You don't even know me. And she goes, I didn't know that was a requirement. So it's not for me, but it's going to get the numbers there. <laughs> I have mine on my Kindle. I have the book we were reading on my Kindle. You probably can't see it because my lighting's all jacked up. In the Holidays by Christina Lauren. My Kindle cover looks the same as April's in-person cover. So. I like uh, that they're two women that write together and they've combined their name. It's cute. question. Don't go there yet. We'll get there. Hands up. I read the questions. How did I miss that? Okay, Girl, I don't know. It's like the first question. Are you going to give us a synopsis? I am, but I'm going to read it off of Goodreads. Um, I know (laughs) I'm not disappointed or I'm not mad. I'm just, I'm disappointed. Listen, I don't know how you guys do this every week. This is why I am not a full-time bestie because I like was looking through it. I thought, I don't know what the hell to write. I like half the time. I'm just like, books are either yay or no for me. And y'all like get into all the intricities and I'm like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, but I don't know how to put like, that into words. Like, there it's like we have degrees in it. Malin Jones, who lived a life of Groundhog's Day, but at Christmas, she See? also liked this guy Andrew, yep. who was her childhood bestie because yep. she grew up with him and his brothers. Yep. Yeah. Her parents, the parents, of nicknames, and these families of- have what is literally my nightmare of like spending the holidays every year with in people. a small unupdated house yeah. in oh, Park City, I Utah. I don't want to be in Utah, but the small house with my favorite people, I'm here for it. Nope. 
Mm-mm. Okay, I won't invite I you guys for Christmas when I get one then. I love the both of you so much. And I even love your kids. But I Same. do not want to spend two weeks with you every Christmas. Wow. It's exhausting just the thought of it. Like, like having to be on all the time. Two people are divorced and they're still doing it? Okay. Yeah. Synopsis. Synopsis. Hey, hold on. See? Now we were farting around and it closed. Stand by. Stand so, by. Stand by. totally off topic. April, I used your boys' names when I was writing today. They are two of the founders. Fa- James and Sam are now the founders of the town. <laughs> Love that. They're not murderers, are they? No, their last names aren't Watkins either, though. But they're not murderers, are they? No, no, no. They're just founders of a coal town in Pennsylvania. Are they good kids or good people? Sure. It's literally just any founder names. You fucking mapped out seven different scene like locations and have w- built a world in a book that isn't fantasy. And you can't tell me if the characters that you name my children after are good people. They're the founders. Of course, they're good people. There's They're the founders of the this country that were not good people. <laughs> That's true. I would not name your children, make people evil that were named after your children. Let's just assume that. I can assume nothing with you. That is va- also factual. <laughs> Case synopsis. <laughs> if I have to keep us on the rails today, guys, we're fucked. Okay. I just want to make that very clear. Okay. <laughs> It's fine. I'll rein us in. It's fine. Sure. All right. It's the most wonderful time of year, but not for Maylin Jones. She's living with her parents, hates her going nowhere job, and has just made a romantic error of epic proportions. But perhaps worst of all, this is the last Christmas May will be at her favorite place in the world, the snowy Utah cabin where she and her family have spent every holiday since she was born, along with two other beloved families. Mentally melting down as she drives away from the cabin for the final time, May throws out what she thinks is a simple plea to the universe. Please, show me what will make me happy. The next thing she knows, tires screech and metal metal collides, everything goes black. When May wakes up, she's on an airplane bound for Utah where she begins the same holiday over again. Um, And then I'm not reading the rest of it because I don't agree with the statements that good read <laughs> good read <laughs> so, with Yuletide cheer. yeah yeah it's not there is a lot of family drama there's, there's a lot of family drama there's, there's a lot of family togetherness forced togetherness lots mm-hmm. of boys uh, so yeah okay so question one as alluded to by april this is the first book that i personally have read by a combo of authors um mm-hmm. this is christina I warren heard. I think so. Like, I don't recall ever. No shit. That's by Combo? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's two authors. I didn't know that. Well, okay. then I guess uh, I have. Yeah. Where is it? Heather Cox and Jessica Morgan. You know what? I did know that. I did know that. But in my brain, it wasn't because it was audio. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and then I read this, this the other two of those, too. So, mm-hmm. anyway, okay. There's only so, two books in those series, but okay. No, wasn't also, there? They have a baby in the third one, don't they? Yeah. What? Nope, that's the second one. Second Why one. I think it was the third one. Anywho, okay. The All right. Yes. Okay. How do you feel reading combo authors went, and do you could you tell that it was two voices? I think this one was less apparent than any other dual authors i've read a lot of times when i read dual authors they're writing two different characters so for example john green has a book um that he co-writes with somebody and he writes one character and the other guy writes the other character and i'm sure that Mm -hmm. there was a process of them like mingling those stories together but it's very apparent that one guy wrote this and one guy wrote this Whereas I think what Christina Lauren are doing is they have made themselves one. Mm-hmm. So until we read that book, Dead Romantics, I mm-hmm. actually didn't know that Christina Lauren were two women. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just a woman whose name was Christina Lauren. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought too. That, um... Or Lauren anyway, but I had never read them before. And I mean, by the way, their author pick is so cute. Like, they are obviously a cutesy girls. That's adorable. 
I mean, and they've been writing partners forever. I mean, a long, long time. So I couldn't tell. It felt smooth to me. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite writing combo is obviously Good Omens because you got Terry and um, Neil yeah, Gaiman together. Yeah. yeah, you can't tell them that. You can't I guess tell I've them read that, that one. one too. Duh. I guess um, I've read way more combos than I thought. I didn't know. <laughs> so maybe like, Katie doesn't host ever again. I went. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Guys, you can't. If you're listening to the audio and you. Uh, can't see katie just made like the saddest puppy face ever um, i was kidding it's fine i pick kitty <laughs> um, books kids no this book i like this but i didn't know this was two authors till your notes and i was like oh shit cool beans yeah. you didn't gather that from dead romantics when she repeatedly says Christy and Lauren as two authors? No. Cool. Totally didn't pay attention. Cool. I mean, come on. It's me. Dead Romantics was kind of forgettable, too. Like, she and literally got it on like with a, a ghost. So, yeah. And that was a bazillion months ago. So the problem is that I tend to remember things a lot better than I want to. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing I mean, that. We read that book this year. It was one of the hundred that I read, so I think it's okay. Yeah. My back hurts. Sorry, man. Katie, <laughs> killing it. Mm -hmm, sure. Mm. <laughs> um, this book gives more Groundhog Day vibes than Christmas vibes. Do you feel mm -hmm. like the Christmas setting was necessary? Yes. Why? I Christmas magic. That's how. If okay, here's the deal. If this happened on like a Fourth of July weekend or an Easter weekend or some other Labor Day or some bullshit where they gather together for two weeks in the summer or whatever and she leaves and she goes send me a sign as they're leaving and they crash into it just it doesn't have the holiday magic right reason for the season bullshit the reason we have it this is like my big problem with this is like figuring out why she reverted back in time is never explained there is no, like, what was that book where the guy kept going back in time, April, and he kept reliving uh, his life? Uh, Fuck, what was that? Hang on, I'll look it up. But in that book, he kept reverting, right? She mm -hmm. only reverts once, and then they just, we just kind of stopped talking about it. Like, it never really happened. And maybe twice. Twice, but, yeah. Twice, but he she comes keeps- back three times. The third time is, like, the one that sticks. The final, yeah. right. Sticks. But- but it's it feels like we get to that third time and then the magic's gone. She's mm -hmm. just stuck there. That's it. Moving forward, pushing forward. It's a normal book again. There was no mm -hmm. magic ever. And okay, so the book. What was the book again, April? Opposite of always. Okay. He kept, I mean, they actually, there's actually a part in that book where he's like, I've only told you about like five times, but it was right. like additional, it, like it, whatever. This book, The Holidays. It needed the magic in the holiday to like mm -hmm. hold that magical setting up, but mm -hmm. she didn't follow through with it, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, ooh, look at all this Christmas magic. And then she's like, ah, I don't got any more Christmas magic. You right. guys can eat shit. <laughs> That's why I felt like it was more Groundhog Day than yeah. holiday magic. So, so I think it needed to be Christmas because I just don't think that there's a reason for them all to be together otherwise. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Um and you know, you get all the traditions that they have at Christmas and everything. And I think that's what like really made it Christmassy. But my biggest complaint about this book and actually what I put on Goodreads is that it needed one or two more times of her going back. And Agreed. Coming. Agreed. Like, I feel like two failed attempts and one time that stuck is just not enough. Like yep. she needed to get to the end of the holiday and like have this perfect week with him and fuck one thing up and just get... <clears throat> No, you know I, mean? I didn't want that. I didn't want to oh, start I wanted that. all the way back over. Yeah. But I, I needed, that. I wanted one or two more times that she made it further. She definitely needed to fuck up more. She definitely, mm -hmm. like, we did not embrace the restart enough. Mm -hmm. We did not in this book. I agree, but I don't think, like, the first time that she sleeps with him, with Andrew, 
Mm -hmm. I needed that to be the time that stuck, which is what it was, but I needed a couple more times before that Mm. where she still fucked up her opportunity with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or whatever. That's fair. Yeah. All right. There were a lot of characters (laughs) in this book. There were too many characters. Do you feel that they were actually needed? Uh, My biggest complaint was what was the point of having the gay couple with the children's like yes, we've talked about really rest- representation but like representation mm-hmm. when it's actual representation like necessary don't mm-hmm. just put in a gay couple because you're in utah and look how progressive we are like what did they i, I don't feel like having that label of the gay couple added to mm-hmm. the story and like no. you we didn't need the little kids to drive I the mean, story when like we, when i was when I was just like an hour from the end of the audiobook, I texted both of you and I was like, Can you, you remind me right. how the gay mm-hmm. guys are connected yep. to this? Like, are yeah. they related to somebody? Because one of them was a roommate of the other guys in college, but I completely forgot that because yeah. the, they're the, the men, that couple, are so like out of the main story. Now, yeah. the twins are, are heavily in the yeah. story. Yep. Twins could have been anybody. You could have made one of the young, one of the, um, what is it, kid ups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could have been, had a kid, had mm-hmm. the twins. Like one of the kid ups. Those could have been more grandkids. Yeah, yeah, they definitely could have had more kid ups mm-hmm. and less of the grown ups. I feel like they were trying to fill in this found family narrative that yeah. she ha- they had yep. in mind. And they were like, okay, we need, they felt like they had this, equa- I feel like it was like they have this equation in their mind, okay? We mm-hmm. need this kind of couple, this kind of couple, and this kind of couple. Mm-hmm. We need a divorce mm-hmm. couple, we need this. And to make this all work, we need the one uncle that's like, and they were just trying yeah. to throw these, yep. all these just little family in boxes, this, yeah. In like, yeah. I mean, and it just wasn't meshing the way they were hoping it to. The, no. the, the zipper because, just wasn't working. Because mm-hmm. they have the long married couple. They have mm-hmm. the divorced couple. They have the gay couple. Speaking and they of. They have the single uncle who's like kind of like, well, I mean, he's a stoner. Like, he's mm-hmm. just always. Speaking <laughs> of, I am not going to spend Christmas with my ex husband. I'm not. Yeah, hard pass. I'm not. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm not. And I'm going to go spend it with my husband. Fuck in you. addition to that, I'm not going to let my new spouse right? spend Christmas with her ex. And be right! Same roof that you've been like, sharing okay. for the last 20-some years. Tell me. Tell me that in all that time that those, were, those two were divorced, they didn't have a drunken night where they banged. They were 100%. Listen, same time next year, boo. You know? Like, right! So, yeah. We get to pretend to be family for one, two. The only thing they ever had in common were their friends and sex. Right. Yeah, exactly. Sex and mockery. Sex and mockery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not here for that. I was like, I was trying to like figure it out because I remembered like, didn't I read that they were divorced? And then I was like, maybe I'm confusing this with another book. And what's wild is while I have all these complaints, I enjoyed this book. (laughs) It kept me entertained. But see, like, that's the thing that we keep saying. The three of us read a lot of books. So many. And books. some of them are really bad and some of them are really good. And then there are ones that we like that we can pick apart. Yep. I just DNF'd the second book in the American Royal series today. I have zero desire to read ever again the American Royal series. Yeah. I just and, you know, I bought all those Kendra Thomas books and I haven't read any of them. Nope. Same. Since she was on that first episode Same. with us. I just, I can't bring myself to do it. Not after, yeah. But I supported her. I bought all the books. I know. Me too. Hindsight's twenty twenty, yo. Like, word. But Instagram be permanent. You put it on Instagram, it's going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Foot in the mouth. Mm-hmm. All right. So along with all of these characters, um, one thing that just absolutely drove me nuts in this book was that they called the main character... 15,000 nicknames. Noodle, May, Maisie. I like legit forgot what her actual name was and had to go to Goodreads. And like, what the hell is her name even? When I was writing my Goodreads Goodreads review, I had to look up to see what her actual name was. Yeah, yeah. Because Maisie was like what I kept referring to her as because that's what Andrew calls her. So I need context. 
Right. I need context. If we're going to give someone a nickname like Noodle. Yeah, I want to know where Noodle came from. What the right. fuck? Did she like boil pasta to the point right. where it got fried into the pan? It, 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 she Was she obsessed with noodles and only ate it's them? It's not until a she normal was... nickname. It no. is not a normal nickname. Yeah. But you know what? I have to say, last week, one of the things that we complained, no, two weeks ago, one of the things we complained about was that the audiobook narrator could not do a British accent. The narrator for this audiobook could totally nail an Australian accent. Yes. It was really good. Who was Australian? The uncle uncle that smokes weed. Yeah. The one that lives in the attic. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. I miss that detail. <laughs> Never. Mm-mm. He was just the weirdo, dirty uncle from Portland. Never. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. <laughs> no Australian there at all. Uh, he was. Uh, he was an uh, international student where yep, they all went no. to college. Mm-mm, not in my brain. He wasn't. So. <laughs> totally gloss over that detail. Completely. Whoopsie. <laughs> all right. So one of the topics that was discussed in this book was failure to launch. And mm-hmm. I feel like this happens a lot in like the holiday books that um, mm-hmm. n- authors will put out. Do you feel like this is a love it or hate it kind of, I guess this, this would be a trope, right? Yeah. That's considered a trope mm-hmm. failure to launch. So yeah. Trope. yeah. It's a trope. I, okay. So I feel like the failure to launch trope is not as effective with the 20 somethings of today as it was with the 20 somethings of 20 years ago. Yes. When we were in our 20s, it was a big deal if you were still yes. living at home. Yes. Okay. Now, it's just not the same. It's not. It's not right. the same. It doesn't have the same weight because multi-generational families is a real thing now. Mm-hmm. We are living well, with our parents and our grandkids because we have to save money. This yeah. economy, nobody can fucking afford to live on their own. Yeah. yeah. No one. I actually know somebody who has a grown 18 year old son and she lives with her parents and she's perfectly content doing it. I'm like, I'm glad you get along with your parents. I would never be able to do that, but on the table for our girls to go to school locally until they figure their shit out and live at home. I mean, I live in the DC, I live in the DMV area. Right. So like there's so many universities here that commute. I'm trying to convince James that he wants to go to MIT, and he told me he doesn't know if they have a good math program, which I was like, MIT, nephew. But he nephew. was like, well, you know, Virginia has a tech school, too. I'm like, they so do. does Cal, and so does do Pennsylvania. School, son. But, like, you know, him going away from home, like, that's going to be a challenge for him. Not it to is, say that he absolutely. won't be able to do it, but. He 100% can. Yeah. yeah. I just He's a rock think- star. I just don't think the failure to launch trope is as relevant today as it is no. before. And and the stories are more like what Malin had. She went away mm-hmm. and it didn't work out and she had to come home to save so she could be on her own again. Yeah. Failure to launch is normal. Failure to launch is a boomer narrative towards our generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say um, I didn't like hate it but at the same time like it made me think about my own kids and like failing to launch because we're getting there like really close (laughs) and part of me is like you better not come back in this house because I'm making Chloe's room my office and Cecilia's room my Peloton room so like (laughs) bitches better be gone when they go like is Uh, all I'm saying like I love you but mama got mm -hmm. plans for your space so better better be gone for good but they don't have Tom, to do that right at the stroke of 18 either. So, no. Yeah. Right. yeah. Tom's like, when they turn 18, we're done. No. Parenting. And I was like, yeah. No. 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 Parenting's a lifetime. Right. Like, I mean, I don't always get along with my mom, but my it's mom still mom. has advice that yeah. is solid to this day. She has been in situations that I haven't as a parent. So, I have the opposite feelings. Uh, yeah. Valid. Very valid. Valid. <laughs> 
I mean, grain of salt with my mom. Grain of salt with my mom. I'm going to have to get Sam to a place that he doesn't need to cuddle me every day before he's going to be ready to get out of his house. Oh, no. He's going to find the best girlfriend or partner, and they're going to love cuddling. He's going to have it like his priority when it comes to partners. He's going to like like cuddling. cuddling, But cuddling better end at cuddling until that motherfucker is out of the house. (laughs) I am not doing extra grandbabies up in this. We are not having little Watkinses running around. Mm -mm. That's what I said, too. Mm. We were just talking about this. No little Watkinses in your house? Yeah. No little Watkinses in your house? No. It was a joke, Katie, because, you know. Anyways. I didn't get it. Because she said no little walk-ins in her house, so you don't want any little walk-ins in your house either. No. I'm pretty sure Mm -mm. if it's my current walk-ins to Katie's house, she would love it. Oh, yeah. We would have so much fun. We would do all the things. Mm. They would love going, like, hanging out with your chickens and tractors. I'm trying going to, to the yeah. pond with Steve, going fishing, all the things. They would love it. They mm-hmm. would love it. Okay, so now that we had like a nice warm woman about our kids, let's talk about the spice factor in this book. Um, <laughs> and it's probably been because I've been reading the hair pulling, ass smacking, um, Kindle Unlimited reads to just jack yeah. up my numbers. <laughs> but I felt like the spice was just not there. Like it was. It was sweet. I didn't feel like it needed. So. It was sweet. I don't feel like it needed to be spicy. Yeah. This wasn't a book that needed spice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I you feel know, like it was just good. It was a good it's amount. It's three yeah. books in a row this month that have been relatively closed door. And it, only one of them bothered me. And that was, well, actually, no, I was fine with it in Royal Holiday too, because I really just did not want to read about old man balls. Word. But, um, but yeah, I mean, so I think when you have a holiday book that has too much sex in it, then you end up with something like Trick Shot and like, then yeah. I feel really weird. And of course, like the the naughty Nicks that I'm reading now, like, I don't know. I don't know that. It, I don't know. It's not always needed. It's not always needed. You I'm don't not, have to shove this. a Christmas tree up somebody's ass to make it a holiday book. Mm-hmm. Wow. You've read that. Trick Shot. <laughs> trick Shot. It's actually not up her ass. It's it's her oh, vagina. it's in her vagina. That's right. A Christmas tree. No, she has like like pine needles and all vibrating <laughs> butt plug. Up her ass. Pine needles and all. <laughs> no, it's glass. <laughs> like the Charlie Brown tree on the X-ray in her <laughs> vagina. <laughs> and how did that get up there? I fell on it. Fell on it. Ho ho ho, bitches. <laughs> fell on it. Oh, bitches. <laughs> fell on it. We are so funny. How many it. times when you were on e- in the ER did you have to pull things out of people's butts? Um. So. I personally never had to pull anything out of somebody's butt. However, I was involved in four cases in the ER and two cases in the ICU because the two in the ICU had to have operative intervention to remove said fallen on objects. Mm -hmm. Were they all men? Uh, All but one. Yeah. Hmm. Of varying ages too. It I like I had a super young one, and then I had an older one that I was like, "Sir, you know better. You're what? a grown up. Why? Like, yeah. Listen, go online, buy it online. It comes discreetly in a package, right to your front door. <laughs> Just don't put it <laughs> there if it's not supposed to go there. Yeah, it like literally." Every item was not a sex toy. Like, that's the thing that killed me. Like, there are a plethora of options to mm-hmm. put People are so ashamed. But don't. To, like, yeah. they're, they're so ashamed to experiment and figure out mm-hmm. what they like and don't like. And it, it, it's so wild in a world that we've become more sex positive that we are still having to oh, do. Yeah. It's yep. more embarrassing to buy a butt plug from Adam and Eve online or to go to the ER and say, I fell on it. Right. Yep. Just, uh, my wife's water cup was just sitting there and mm-hmm. I backed up. And next thing I know, it was in my rectum. Damn near killed him. So. Water cups, like the one that you're holding? But that, that would go up there? 
I've seen yeah, this girl. size up. <gasps> no. Men folk. <laughs> okay, more questions, please. No, I don't damage. <laughs> this is not a Christmas theme discussion, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are the ho ho hoes, apparently. So um so i really like the overall pace of this book um but i do feel like sometimes when authors do like a holiday themed book they drop the pace um Mm -hmm. what i was thinking of was even though she's my queen and i love her sarah j moss her Mm -hmm. novella in akatar really drug on and it was like the Mm -hmm. holiday book so did you guys like the pacing of this do you feel like it read well besides Um, Besides the most recent one, Silver Flames, that was my favorite of the Shut the front door. Are you kidding me? It was, was my so least cute. Favorite. It was cute, but it wasn't like I didn't feel like we needed it. It was literally just I a Christmas like the edition. War. I love the war. So okay. y'all need it. We just I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, okay, so I felt the pace was pretty good in this, except like I said previously, I would like at least one, but really preferably two more times that she jolted yeah. back. I, I just felt like three times was not enough. That's what she The was pacing saying. was fine. I feel like it started to get slow near Never the end. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Go home now. Bye, guys. <laughs> He's been paid for this episode, by the way. Yes. Uh, okay. So... <laughs> Pacing. Look, Molly is putting us back on the rails. That's how <laughs> off the rails we are. Molly's the responsible adult today's episode. It's never a good one. Molly, Molly has like three more days worth of writing she wants to knock out. Like all in one day? That's no, no, no. Like dates. Like I wrote out all of December 31st, 1993. And oh. I want to get just January 1st out. And I want to get like the next date out. Okay. Because okay. of my outline. We'll focus. Okay. okay. Sorry. Fine. I love you guys. I just, but we're talking about like books I don't know about and I feel like I'm on the outside. We're Mama don't well, know. We asked you to read the motherfucking I book. I don't like them. Oh. I don't mm. like them. Well, whose problem is that? Yours because I don't like them. That is your problem. No. If I don't like some, it's everyone's problem. We know that by Two now. Two out of three book besties <laughs> like it. Legally, we're the book besties. <laughs> She's an add-on. I love you, oh, Katie. Ooh, that one cut deep. <laughs> My dream was me in April. I met you via this fancy box. It's fine. I know where I rank. I'm just an add-on. I love you so much. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I legitimately pacing. forgot what question we were talking about. I well, fucking pacing. pacing. I was trying to answer the question. <laughs> Christ! Go ahead. <laughs> Round two. Uh, okay, the pacing of this book. Look, the speed of it was fine. There was parts like the fucking snowball fight. Yeah. There was like little sections where I was like, okay, this scene could be shorter. Okay, this scene could have been shorter. What are you doing, April? Oh, there was a nap. Sorry. I just saw... (laughs) (laughs) Like... Sorry. Um, So the pacing was like... See? There she goes again. I'm 80... There's a nap! Just fucking... (laughs) Okay, so the pacing. Like I said, there are sections where the book definitely needed to be cut down yeah. in scenes the snowball fight for example like i was like what why are what okay no and then the ending where they're all fighting and broody and moody and like everybody's not saying anything and everyone knows they're fighting but they're not fighting it just drags snowball fight was how she died the second time <laughs> you know where she needed to die the third time Sled riding with Andrew. Yes, yes, I was thinking that. I really thought there was going to be a death in the sled ride. I that really needed truly to be the death. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that would have truly thought that. Um. Also, I just want to go on record and say that this is too many holiday traditions. 
It's an unnecessary. So many. Oh my God. It's so we moved into our house. Go ahead. There's a snowman creature, snow creature building competition. There's a scavenger hunt. There's the cookie making. There's the church. There's the dinner. There's the gift exchange. Like, come on. The sledding. And the sledding. sledding. I'm exhausted thinking about that schedule. Right? Malin doesn't want to give it up. Like, she's like, oh, this is like the end of the world because I won't have this anymore. And I'm just like, that Girl sounds lady. like a nice break. I would take because a Because she's not a grown up yet. She doesn't know how exhausting organizing that bullshit is. That's mm-hmm. right. That's why the mom's the so so fucking exhausting. We ain't cooking no more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Be a mom. You'll know how exhausting tradition is. Mm-hmm. Not just a kid up. You got to be an actual grown up now, May. Mm-hmm. Noodle. And at least for most noodle. of the time that she Listen was here, growing noodle. up, there were four kids. At right. least for most of the time, there were four kids. Now there's six. Right. But at least for most of the time, there were four. That's mm-hmm. a lot. That's that's too many. It's too right. many. Too many, too too many, many slices. slices. It's enough slices. <laughs> But I did – so this goes into the next question. I did like the church scene with May that and her mom. Um, I okay, did feel and like- also, I don't ever see that. So I was excited to see that. What do you mean Christmas you don't books. ever see that? Christmas books, Christmas movies, they rarely – Oh, they never church. mean the religious aspect of like no. the most relig- – one of the most religious holidays. Yeah. I liked mm-hmm. it. Um, did you feel like though that was the point where things tipped – and that's like the universe showed her or do you feel like it was i kind of felt like it was earlier when she was like fuck it i'm gonna go ahead with andrew and i'm gonna pursue this but then i think like the scene with her mom like confirmed it for her Mm. that like this is okay i am doing this so that's why i feel like her dying again when she was sledding with andrew and then having to start over then that would have made the church scene with her mom more impactful yeah Yeah. like that i'm really proud of you i'm proud of the woman you're becoming like the work you've put in yeah like i think the trans sorry and coming from somebody who does attend church regularly i really appreciated that they weren't just going because it was christmas she actually mentioned how frequently she goes to church at home too yeah like yeah. that is a part of her family it's yeah. a part and of like, her, who she that is that does not happen in secular books it just no. doesn't no but it's true that's how people live that's part of who they are mm-hmm. is their religion their you know their practices and how they celebrate yes. it christian and- christians exist outside of christmas and easter yeah i was gonna say but there are a lot of people who just go to church on christmas and easter there is christmas easter catholics for sure yeah. um, C&E christians that's what we C&E. call them um, C&E christians i am a not be seen uh <laughs> our little agnostic friend i uh, i feel like her transition and change started when she sent that email when she yeah. finally decided mm-hmm. to quit work that's but I when think the domino she still started. did it because she was impulsive and going to reset. She mm-hmm. needed to do something. She needed to reset still and then make that choice because she was Actively. making that choice. Actively, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not because she was just like, I'm, who cares? Fuck it. I'll have the job tomorrow when I wake up on right. the plane. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So the last, like, big penultimate ultimate scene is when you know we've and then what starts all this the catalyst for all this is may finds out that the owners of the cabin are selling mm-hmm. it and that's how she's all distraught so the last yeah, yeah. little bit of it is um she decides she's gonna uh buy the by the cabin and Which and lo and behold she now has no job and still lives right. at home but she has plenty in savings, so it's totally okay. She'll pay for yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. apparently, Australian Uncle Benny to live mm-hmm. there, which I was like, logistically, this is just not going to happen. None of this is mathing. Yeah, none of this is mathing. But no. Australian Uncle Benny owns stock in Spotify. <laughs> so oh, he's, he's secretly wealthy and right. nobody knew it. Yeah, because he dropped $100 for a cup of coffee. So um, how did we feel about this twist? Did we like it? Do we feel like it could have been a... Yeah, it was a... Bullshit flag, man! Come on! You're telling me that man is a multimillionaire and his three best friends fucking don't know that? Right. They probably do. Eat and shit. Just Malin and her no. friend don't know. It would be a family secret everybody talked about. And Uncle Benny would be paying for trips because how long did they probably keep Uncle Benny above water for years? 
Yeah, but I'm. I that's how family. Feeling, that's how real family works. I have a feeling we use each other a little bit. The kids wouldn't know just because it wouldn't have been talked about with them because the kids aren't footing the bill for any of this. They're not contributing that's true. at all. But yeah. it was unusual that Theo and but, what the fuck's her brother's name? Whatever her brother's name is, they cooked dinner that one night, and it was like, oh, why would they do that? They don't. That's not how this rolls. Like, I have a feeling that the grown-ups knew that Benny yeah. was wealthy. But here's the, the deal. The kids didn't because they, they're involved in those conversations. The walls have ears in every home that has children. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me if you have a conversation with Tom and the boys overhear it, they don't learn that information? Because I know you my kids do. say anything around James. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> those kids overheard would have overheard Benny had money. Okay. They would have. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. I, I don't totally agree with you, but I give you that. But I think for me, what bothered me was that she just expected Benny to just uproot his life. Right. I live in Utah. She was just like, it's fine. I'll pay. Like, he's that kind of uncle that he'll just be like, sure. I, that sounds like a great plan. I don't think this was the solution, though. Mm-mm. This shouldn't have been the solution. Mm-mm. The 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 what, what the they solution the, needed to be was her and Andrew buying it. Mm-hmm. Well, I honestly don't think they should have kept the house at all. It I think this been, was, it could have been the house was sold to somebody else, and then the epilogue is her and Andrew buying it for their families. Well, or well, like them starting a new tradition yeah. or a new Christmas or something. But it was very apparent nobody else wanted to go back there. You know what I mean? Everybody else was done but her. I agree that no one wanted to go back there. I think everybody really enjoyed it. I think that it was just not financially a good decision for Mm. Andrew and Theo's parents anymore. Yeah. I feel like like the the obstetrician dad, though, like, why didn't he step up? OBs (laughs) make good money. That's His wife's remarried, so he doesn't have to pay her alimony. May's not under 18, so he don't got to play her child support. The younger brother, which I can't remember his name either. That's how yeah. impactful his no, character was. Miles. Miles. Um, but, like, he's going to, to college. But, like, I felt like if anybody could step up financially, too, it would be the dad who was an OBGYN, for crying out loud. Uh, so. I don't know that it would make sense for him to do it, though, because he's still the divorced guy. Right. It wouldn't make sense. From the storyline, made but, the most adult decision is for them all to agree together to fix it up if they wanted yeah. to keep. But the money house. and friendship don't go together. Very true. They've been footing the bill for all of their I kids' know. lives. I know. I'm not saying they're not splitting the cost. Okay, so there are plot holes. Okay, right. I'm not saying that yeah. they're not splitting the cost of food. We're getting but- really into the intricacy. In- tr- damn it, intricacy. Of this situation. Riddle me this. Like, think about this. Does this come from the fact that we're in our 40s and Mm. we, like, look at it from that way? Like, if we read this in our 20s when we had, babies or no babies, would we be having this discussion at all? Like, would it... No. Like, we would have, like, never been like, oh, May should buy the house. Like, that would have never crossed into our realm. I mean... I can see your point, but there are so many authors, and I'm just taking a guess based on their picture that and how long they've been writing. I'm guessing Christina Lauren that the two of them are probably close to our age, and they're mm-hmm. writing, you know, these characters in their 20s. There are so many authors that are our age that are writing romance novels with kids in their 20s. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we're still reading them. True. Living vicariously through those pages of those 20-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, they look around our age. I'd say 30s. 30s? Well, a few days after this episode launches, I will be turning thir- 42. I thought you were going to say 32. I was like, yes, girl. That would be awesome. <laughs> Ugh, no. Yeah, this episode more- premieres Christian? on the 19th, and my birthday is the 22nd. So everybody... Wish me a happy birthday. Word. All right, April Goodreads. What's your Goodreads rating? I gave this one a four out of five. And wow. I I was it's higher than I gave it. <laughs> I was I was digging it. Um I said Um Anna Holidays uses Groundhog's Day trope of resetting time until you get it right. Sometimes I think these kinds of books go overboard with the number of times the character resets. But I think this book needed one or two more. 
with that said, I enjoyed the story a lot. I like the idea of Malin and Andrew being lifelong friends to lovers. I liked the weird triangle element with Andrew's brother, Theo. I liked the sound family vibe. Personally, this family tradition sounds like my worst nightmare, but the book was cute. Four to five stars, cozy holiday read. Mm. I gave it three. I gave it a four. Mm. I gave it a four. There was just too many plot holes for me. The dwindling magic really fucked me up. I love that you give a book four stars when you say there's too many plot holes. Like, there's too many plot holes in like two. <laughs> well, I, I really have to find problem with the characters to go below a three. You know, you're too kind to these authors sometimes because I'm in their shoes, man. I don't want my feelings hurt. You think yeah, I'm gonna be looking on Goodreads? Hurt. No, you're because I'm not looking on. You know why? I'm not looking on Goodreads. You guys are. And then you guys are going to be like, you don't need to look, Molly. If that's all it's going to be. <laughs> that's how it's going to go. And my kids will get on there and be mean because they don't like people being mean to their mommy. And <laughs> don't be nice to my mommy. It's a whole well, vibe. this is it for our, our, our season, gang. This is it. Season five complete. Dunzo. We're going to be doing the Tiki Talks and the Instagrams. We'll still be there. Um, I am posting, already posted, Molly and I both posted, uh, what we plan to do during break, what we plan to read. I'm really excited about it. I actually, uh, started the Endurance of Wildflowers yesterday. Mm. Um, this is a novella from the Confidence of Wildflowers, uh, series. And I really liked those. They're really good. Really good stories. And it's it's one of those things where I really enjoyed both of them and gave mm-hmm. the first one a four and the second one a three, but I really enjoyed both of them. Yeah. I've never read it. Like it's... Jurassic Park, I gave a three, but I liked it. I know. You know, Jurassic Park is one of our top movie or one of our top episodes right now. Why? What? Who's listening to that episode? I have two th- <laughs> my two theories. Why? One, people writing papers for school. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're a good resource. (laughs) No, absolutely not. You guys are fucking idiots. Two, (laughs) that's the episode I announced my big move. That's the episode we talk about me coming here. This is the episode we talk about, like, the changes in my life. Mm -hmm. It's possible we couldn't say the potential changes in my life at that time. Nope. So I was moving to Ohio. But I did not move to Ohio and I still live in Virginia. (laughs) Wah, wah. Katie said it. I like it here. Um, you know, today my son, my oldest son, was getting stuff for Spirit Week at school. And by the way, one of the days, December 13th, is Taylor Swift's birthday. And that day is Swifty Day at school. And they're oh, supposed to wear something that's God, Taylor I Swift love that. Have his Kelsey <gasps> theme. So he wanted to, he's like, I'll just wear a football t-shirt. And I was like, cool. Well, we've got Browns t-shirts at home. He's like, I don't want people to see that. And I was like, why? He's like, it's Ohio. And I don't want people to make fun of me because it's Ohio. They'll think I'm weird because it's Ohio. And I was like, you know what? Shut the fuck up, son. Um, <laughs> like, like, I am not paying $30 for you to have a t-shirt for a team that you don't care about. I will make you some Taylor Swift beaded bracelets and you can give them to your friends. And wear them with your damn brownies. You will not insult the brownies. It wasn't even about that. It was like fucking Ohio. Like, what the fuck, man? Oh, yeah. Middle schoolers and, are like all about Stan it. Stan is so defensive of Ohio because he was born there. He's like, my Ohio. He's like, you don't know about Ohio. I was born there. It's a great state. I'm like, how the fuck did you know about Ohio? You were one when we moved here. He's like, it's in my blood. My blood, mom. And I let it happen because I'm proud of Ohio. A little less proud some days, but I'm proud of Ohio. That's funny. Uh, Uh, Anyway, I just think it's funny. Tom tried to tell me today that Ohio is the the Florida of the Midwest. And I was like, no, sir. That would be Michigan. (laughs) If any state in the Midwest has Florida, it's fucking Michigan. uh, I'm actually going to agree with Tom disrespectfully fuck you amen as the new york as the tioga county resident here like born and raised ao i also am from the florida of new york 
Thank you very much. Bath salts rule the nation in Tioga County. Thank you very much. Iowa is not the Florida of the Midwest. It's no. That's okay. Do you not know about people from Michigan? I do. Still kind of disagree with you. You know what? Uh, Fuck you. And that's a great way to end this season, guys. We have enjoyed this season. (laughs) You know what, fuckers? We've enjoyed spending the season with you. We cannot wait for you guys to come back. Stop calling our fans fuckers. Okay, you can do the outro then. I think Katie's going to do the outro. It's her episode. Oh, right, no. Katie, I'm just going to end it on. Oh. Listen, I'm not the one that said that. I offered to give you a spot in the intro. That's your girl, Molly, over here. That's right, your we'll be back in February. We'll be back in February with romance novels and our friend Nikki Payne. We'll be back. It actually comes out next month. You can pre-order it now. Um, Sex, Lies, and Sensibility. That's what it's called. It is available pre of words it's available for pre-order pretty much everywhere um check social media for special stuff including what we'll be reading in february anything else um i might go live writing a couple times who knows all right well merry christmas everybody happy new year bye bye Thank you for joining us on Book Besties. Don't forget to like and subscribe. The views discussed here are those of April, Molly, and Nurse Katie, not those of anyone else. Today's book was In a Holidays by Christina Loring. Your book besties are Molly Biggs and April Watkins. Editing by Thomas Watkins and music is Sleep Sweetly by Brigida. Don't forget to follow the book besties on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you'd like to contact the book besties, please email us at bookbestiespod at gmail.com or visit our website, booksbestiespodcast.com. Until next time, besties, get lost in your favorite book.